Peaceful greetings and welcome to another episode of the Help Podcast with me, Dr. Nasik, your friend. And friends, today I think that it's only proper that we discuss fasting and deep breathing. Part of any natural treatment protocol should definitely involve some form of fasting. And since there is a misconception around the philosophy of fasting, I want to kind of dispel that and touch on that briefly. Fasting is simply abstaining from solid foods and sometimes liquid too. And you do that for a set period of time. In former times, the understanding is that you would fast when you were asleep. And this is the understanding behind the term breakfast, a time in which a person would break the fast that they were on during their sleep cycle. It's also important that the stomach is empty before we go to sleep. And it usually takes about three to four hours for the stomach to empty after a meal. And this understanding is behind the term being fast asleep. So that's the time that you were fasting. The stomach was empty. You were asleep. So you were fast asleep. And whenever you ate again, the following day that you woke up, you would break the fast, right? So that's what fasting is. The thing about fasting, the purpose of fasting is balance. Now, regeneration, energy, spiritual awareness, and disease reversal, they can be beneficial residual effects of fasting. However, balance is the main objective. No, you will not starve on a fast. Neither will you wither away. Your body will not eat itself. And most importantly, you can do it. The key is to go gradually into a fast and then come gradually out of a fast once it is complete. You don't want to rush into it. You don't want to rush out of it. That wouldn't be balanced. And again, the main objective is balance. Now, what we're going to do is kind of go over a rough idea of how we would fast, right? So what we're going to do is gradually go into a one to two day water fast. Now, it may take about seven to 10 days to prepare and transition to get to that one to two day water fast. So this is how we'll do it. For the first day of preparation, you will want to reduce your food combinations. For instance, if you usually have meals with like four to five different combinations, let's say you're eating chicken, mac and cheese, potatoes, cornbreads, etc., you will want to cut back to like two to three food types. On the second day, you will reduce the cooking time on the foods that you usually prepare. So the food should be lightly steamed, and eating as close to raw as possible in their live states. Because the closer they are to these raw states, the more nutrient bioavailability you're receiving. When we heat the food up beyond about 180 degrees Fahrenheit, we lose over half the nutrient content. And as we're going into this fast gradually, we want to make sure that we are retaining as much nutrients as we can. Okay. So we want to be sure 
that we take a plant-based digestive enzyme as well because this is going to help the digestive system transition into eating the more raw type of food and then not put a huge tax or burden on the system. In addition to that, you should drink herbal tea like chickweed or you can use a tincture, you know, but the tea may be good to kind of get you into that liquid phase of transitioning. And you would want to drink this daily to help stop the food cravings. Chickweed is a very good herbal supplement to stop cravings of all sorts. OK, on the third day, you would want to eat just one type of food or one type of fruit. And that can be a fruit of your choice. Um, any apples, pears, papayas, watermelon, whatever it is that you choose, you want to go down to that one food, um, that one fruit for that day. And then on the fourth or the fifth day, you will want to only consume a combination of raw fruit juice. And what I mean by raw fruit juice is that it comes directly from your juicer. OK, and then try to stick with tropical fruits as they are very responsive and accommodating to the fast. So things like I mentioned, pineapples, mangoes, papaya, grapefruits, you know, they may be very good. And remember that since these juices will be more concentrated, it is very important that you dilute them with water. OK, so don't just drink them straight. That carries a lot of sugar, um, it's natural sugar, but it's more sugar than you would eat at one time. So they become very concentrated. You want to dilute those with water. Now, on the fifth or the sixth day, we reduce the combination of fruit juice to just from like four to five to just two. Then on the sixth or the seventh day, we reduce the combination of fruit juice to just one type of fruit. We still dilute it with water, but we're only down to just one type of fruit now. And on approximately the third day of your drinking the fruit juices, the small and large intestines will have completely emptied the food waste. And then the craving for that solid food that you may have been used to will cease. So once the small and large intestines empty, the food cravings go away. Now we're ready for the fast for that one or two day fast. So you'll continue taking the plant-based digestive enzyme while you're consuming the fruit juices. So keep that in mind. But on the sixth or actually the seventh day or the eighth day, now you're ready to consume only water. Okay. And if you can do that for two days, that's fine. You know, let's, let's shoot for one day to two day. Okay. And then on the eighth or the ninth day, uh, like I said, you continue with the water, Fast only if you're able to do so. You know, if you feel that you have certain issues or certain condition that you feel you can't go anymore, that's fine. Let's stop the fast. But then when we stop the fast, we have to come gradually out of it. Just the way we just described that we'll go into it, we'll gradually come out of it. So to come out of the fast after the last day of only drinking water, what you will do is drink one type of fruit juice that is diluted with water. The day after that, drink a combination of two fruit juices. The day after that, drink a combination of three to five juices. Now, the day after that, you're going to eat one type of fruit of your choice. And as we mentioned, those tropical fruits are more responsive and accommodating to the fast. Those pineapples, mangoes, papayas, etc. Right. So the day after that, 
the next day, we're going to eat a combination of different fruits. We, we want a rainbow on our plate, if possible, or in our bowl or, you know, however you choose to eat your fruit. Now, the next day after that, you want to eat a meal with only one type of food as close to raw as possible. Remember, now, since we went on that fast, we want to reintroduce uh, these nutrients properly to the system. So we want to eat as raw as possible again. The next day after that, we're going to eat a meal with two to three combinations of food as close to raw as possible. The next day, we want to introduce one cooked food, if you like. And then the day after that, it can be a combination of two to three cooked foods. Again, hopefully as raw as possible, lightly steamed. You still don't want to overcook the food. You don't want to revert so much that you pick up, I would say, unhealthy habits. You still want to maintain a healthier um, food choice, cooking style, and things of that nature so we can make sure that we are still having a semblance of balance as we exit the fast. So as a general rule of thumb, you shouldn't eat more than four combinations of food during the meal anyway. Okay. Now, during the entire fasting process, what I usually encourage for my clients is that you do some form of yoga or Pilates along with meditation to assist with the balance and the posture and circulation of the toning of the muscles, as well as deep breathing. These are very vital components of a successful fast. So what I'm going to do is kind of give you a little bit of information on deep breathing exercises and their importance. Um, what is the importance of deep breathing? Deep breaths are more efficient. They allow your body to fully exchange incoming oxygen without going carbon dioxide. They also have been shown to slow the heartbeat and lower or stabilize blood pressure and it lowers stress. The importance of deep breathing is not stated enough, right? And to experience deep breathing, you want to find a comfortable place to sit or to lie down. So I just want to I just want to talk about um, a brief study that had taken place when it came when it came to deep breathing exercises. Now, there was a growing number of empirical studies that revealed that what we call diaphragmatic breathing could trigger body relaxation responses and benefit both physical and mental health. And there was a study in which there was a control group or what was called a big control group, which is breathing intervention group. And then there was the control group. And what the findings suggested was that the big group showed a significant decrease in negative effect after the intervention compared to the control group. In the diaphragmatic breathing condition, there was a significant interaction effect by the group by the time on sustained attention, whereby the big group, they show significantly increased sustained attention after training compared to the baseline, which means that they received more acuity and more focused. And what also happened, there was a significant interaction effect 
on the diaphragmatic breathing conditions and the cortisol levels. So the big group, the group that was doing the breathing intervention, they had significantly lower cortisol levels after this training. And the control group, well, they showed no significant changes in their cortisol levels. So in conclusion, the diaphragmatic breathing, that deep breathing, it could improve sustained attention, effect, and cortisol levels. This study provided evidence demonstrating the effect of diaphragmatic breathing, deep breathing, and mind and body practice on mental function from a health psychological approach, which has important implications for health promotions in any individual. So, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, when it comes to fasting and it comes to deep breathing, it is very important for balance. And that's what we want to achieve in our life is balance. We're not going to be perfect. Um, Things are going to happen internally, externally. But the more balanced and the more centered we are, the more we're able to be resilient and overcome certain things and to bounce back and to experience a more healthier lifestyle. Okay, so I just wanted to touch on that, give you some little health enhancing lifestyle practices when it comes to fasting. Okay, and when it comes to deep breathing, relaxation, and making sure that we are more balanced individuals. Now, as always, I want to hear from you. So there was a question that was asked about diabetes and can type 2 diabetes be reversed? The answer in a nutshell is yes. It does take work. It does require a lifestyle change. Uh, Diabetes mellitus is one disease of the pancreas. There are many pancreas diseases, whether it's Alzheimer's or baldness, uh, schizophrenia, um, heart disease. These are all pancreas diseases, but diabetes is also one. And what we want to do is to reduce and eliminate the processed sugars, starches, which turns into sugar very quickly in the body. We want to eat more raw fats into the diet, eat more green carbohydrates into the diet, drink more water, get plenty of exercise. And we want to use herbal supplements and minerals such as chromium and vanadyl sulfate, also known as vanadium, These things help to heal the pancreas, along with cinnamon and bilberry and Jimmy Silvestri. These are all herbs and minerals that are designed to help strengthen the pancreas and to allow it to function properly. Okay, and it reduces the the cravings for sugar, which is the cause of this type 2 diabetes in the first place. Right. So, again, chromium. And vanadium, cinnamon, bilberry, Jimmy Silvestri, um, hudia. These are herbs that will benefit you greatly along with the lifestyle change. And I hope that that answers your question. We'll have a more in-depth discussion on diabetes in future episodes. But I just wanted to answer your question for now. If you have any questions, please email me at nasik underscore 21 at yahoo.com n-a-s-i-k underscore 
21 at yahoo.com and I will help you by answering your questions. Well, friends, this concludes episode four of the Help Podcast. I thank you for your time and I look forward to seeing you soon. Peace.